That each one of us will receive what is ours. Now, at the end of the day, we will know that you have had a meeting with us. We give you praise and we thank you in Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Wow, I'm seeing some Brekum, Brekum faces. You're welcome. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Our second day has started. Amen. Now, if you are here, oh yeah, it's a good place to clap. The Lord has been good to us. Amen. Bishops, apostles, prophets, pastors, reverends, and everybody. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be with you today. And now we are going in for our first session of teaching. If you need to go and drink water, please go for it now. If you need to go to the washroom, go now. Go and come. Please tell your neighbor, go and come. Go and come. Because when the teaching starts, we are not doing those things. Is that okay? And you are taking it back to your church. Hey, I said you are taking it back to your church. Mm -hmm, you are taking it back to your church. When your pastor, your reverend, your bishop is preaching and somebody gets up, they are going to get to them, sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Please tell your neighbor, you are not a child. You are an adult. <laughs> if you need the washroom, go and come. He said, it's, it's in order. We just go and come. Then when the word starts, we are here. What do your neighbor say? He said, they are okay. They are okay. They are okay. So only the children, I see a few children. They're the only ones who can go and come. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, we thank God for his goodness. The Lord has been good to us. And I hope you've had a good time of prayer this morning. Never mind, you were praying and sleeping and waking up. But 
<laughs> but I believe God has heard from each of us this morning. Amen. Well, today we are coming into the business. Yeah. We're coming to talk about building a what? Multiple mega church. You remember our slogan is 100 to 1,000. 100 to 1,000. Hallelujah. And when we get to 1,000, we'll then do 1,000 to 10,000. Oh, tell anybody it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Hallelujah. And I'm about to share with you the things that is it Bishop Doug used? Amen. What he, in fact, this particular title is actually a title of something he preached when his church was, his churches were in between 100 and 1,000. Are you there? So it is the thing that has worked that we are talking about again. And if you find in it that you are doing some things, you just say, oh, good, good. Uh, my hand is strengthened to do them. And if you have new ones, you take it and you add it on top. Amen. But much of today, I'm talking not so much to pastors as to you who have come with your pastor. Mm-hmm. You have come with your pastor because your pastor has been wanting to build his thousand church. Not today. Not today. But he needs you. Amen. He needs you to be part. Hey. So I'm going to introduce two terms which I'm sure you have heard before, but ask your neighbor, are you a shepherd or a sheep? You can only be one of them. <laughs> okay, you can be both. <laughs> are you a shepherd or a sheep? Now, I'm asking this question because we use different terms in our churches, but for the basis of just to be able to teach the thing, I'm going to use shepherd and sheep. Shepherd and sheep. Uh-huh. Amen? Scripture. I told you last night. It's what? Open to, open to. Please ask your neighbor, did you, do you have a Bible? Or your only Bible is on your phone? Tell your neighbor that if your only Bible is on your phone, it's a sign you are not serious at all. At all. You are not serious at all. The Bible on the phone is an emergency Bible. It cannot be your only Bible. Ah. So that as you are reading the Bible, first of all, you won't even know which book follows which book. Because to open, no? Okay. Then as you are reading, what's up, V? As you are reading, notification, notification, that one, notification. Say, oh, me, I don't mind those things. It's not true. You will not mind it today, but tomorrow you mind it. Hello? I say you mind it today, but tomorrow you mind it. So please have a Bible. <laughs> Amen. Or have for those of you who have a tablet, have a tablet that has no chip. There's no chip. My tablet here, there's no chip. So you cannot text me, you cannot WhatsApp. That's so when we are reading, we are reading. Amen. But let us go to Psalm 95 to start the day. Lord, I thank you already. From verse 6, we're just reading two verses. Oh, come let us worship and bow down, which is what we have been doing. Let us kneel before the Lord our God, our maker. You know, it's a song. You are writing songs, so I don't see the scriptures. But it's an old song. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. 
that word sheep is Jesus who brought it. It's the Bible that talks about it. So ask your neighbor again, are you a sheep? Or maybe you are a lion that has lost your way and hey! <laughs> Let's go to the book of John chapter 21. John 21. I'm just establishing it so that shepherd and sheep just in case you don't use it and it doesn't mean you are going to change it but in your church but it just just to understand okay john 21 let's go to verse 15 so when they had died jesus said to simon peter simon son of jonas lovest thou me more than these he saith unto him yeah lord thou knowest that i love thee he saith unto him feed my okay first he said lambs the younger ones. Amen. The next scripture, verse 16. He said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest I love thee. He said to him, Feed my sheep. And then he repeats it a third time. He said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, lovest thou me? And he said, Lord, thou knowest. Thou knowest that I love you. And Jesus said, Feed my sheep. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. A sheep is a particular kind of animal. Amen? It's a particular kind of animal. And sheep are looked after by shepherds. So that's why I said in this room, you can only be a sheep or a shepherd or maybe both. Because you can be a shepherd of some people, but you're also somebody's sheep. And I believe that Jesus chose that word particularly because there are some characteristics of sheep that you don't see in other animals. Amen? If you watch sheep, one of the things they do is that they follow. Not good. <laughs> good. <laughs> if you open the door, you say, good, I'm opening the door. You are going here. When you open the door, they go to go here. Is it true or is it not true? But sheep, they follow. They follow. The lead sheep will be going and the others are just going. And so Jesus, in his use of that word sheep, he was very particular. He was very particular. Unfortunately, we have come into the house of God and we don't really respect that thing. We think that it's better than an antelope. Hey. It's better than a lion. Hey. <laughs> Why am I saying that? Because many of us, when pastor says, we are going this way, I won't go. Me, I've gone already. Pastor says, we are fasting on Wednesday. Oh, I fasted. I fasted on Tuesday. I finished. That's a goat. Because when you open the door to show the goat this way, he'll go like he's leaving you. Hey, push your neighbor and say, Which one are you? Which one are you? Which one are you? From this meeting, you are learning to be a proper sheep. Hey, a proper sheep. Do you understand when I say a proper sheep? I am a shepherd by the grace of God, but I am a sheep. So when my shepherd calls, I thank God for this meeting and I love being here with you, but if my shepherd calls me, I will come to my bishops and prophets and say, the way it is, my shepherd has called me. So, 
please <laughs> take over and I'll go why because I cannot tell my shepherd that hey, but you are the person who said I should do conference I'm doing conference now you are calling me when I finish the conference I'm coming hey, what kind of animal is that what kind of animal is that hey, what kind of animal is that sheep I said I think some of you have not owned a sheep before yeah 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 I said I have not owned a sheep before but if you have a well trained sheep when you come it is coming yeah when you come if I worked with farmers for many years and the good farmer you arrive at 11 o'clock in the morning you are late the animals have gone out but a good sheep the farmer will just come and stand See it coming. Can your pastor be standing somewhere and you come? I said, Can your pastor stand, stand somewhere? Hey, it's just a question I'm asking. Some of you, when you see your pastor is coming this way, then you to you turn. Hey, that's why I said, Ask, are you a sheep or what are you? 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 Just this morning before coming. I just got a text from a missionary in a certain country. His country is not far from Madagascar. And Bishop Doug is on his way to Madagascar in September. And this man who is the head of mission in another country, he's a young man. He said, Mommy, I want to ask permission to go. Why? His shepherd is coming somewhere. The somewhere that is coming, no? The boy has calculated. A plane can go. If I calculate my days well, my shepherd is coming. I'm a sheep. I'm arriving. When your shepherd is coming, what do you do? Hey! I'm asking you a question. Because we need to understand it all. If we don't understand it, it is sheep and shepherds who build a multiple mega church. <laughs> Amen. Please take your seat. Working together. Hey. <laughs> wow. Hallelujah. The shepherd is a type of person. The sheep too is a type of person. Let's look at this. We are reading scriptures. Find for me the scripture. Jesus had compassion because they were scattered. Yeah. Look at it. Matthew 9, 36. But when he saw the multitudes, when Jesus saw the people, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as a sheep having no shepherd. He saw people just moving around left and right. And some of you, you are here, but you behave like sheep having no shepherd. That's why you are scattering. That's why when they are calling you, you are going the other way. Hey. So today you must know your shepherd. Mm. That's why I said, ask your neighbor again, who is your shepherd? Do you know that when, sometimes when they take them out, there's a lake or a place to drink water, and they will leave all the sheep, and the sheep will run and go and drink. And when they are running and going and drinking, they are mixing. But as soon as they have drunk for some time and the shepherds have rested for some time and they get up and say, 
Each one knows how. Then they all just come to their shepherd. They don't miss. They don't miss. They come to their shepherd. As we are here, we are mixed. When we get up from here, do you come around your shepherd? <clears throat> I said, do you come around your shepherd? It's a question. Some of you, unless they call you, if they don't call you, you roam roaming around. You have made some plans that you are going to town. You are going where? If you go, your shepherd's cover is not with you because your shepherd is here. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah. Hey, but I'm also an adult. I'm also a group. Then go and quarrel with Jesus Christ who called us sheep. Don't quarrel with me. He called us sheep. <laughs> he called us sheep. Hallelujah. Now, as your shepherd is trying to grow the church, he needs more shepherds. He needs more shepherds because he needs more people to take care. When you look at the church, it has grown to a certain point. And it has grown to that place because your pastor has been the shepherd. Now he needs some shepherds who will now take care of others. Hello? So I want you to ask your neighbor, who do you take care of? Mm -hmm. Who do you take care of? Who do you take care of? Whose spiritual well-being is in your hands? Some of you, you have been a Christian fitting. You don't have anybody. You don't have any sheep. There's nobody that you are feeding. Your horns are strong. And you are big and you are only using the horns to be knocking your pastor. Ooh. You don't... Mm. <laughs> yeah, then, no, you don't like what your pastor is saying, then you take the horns. Mm. No. But a time comes when sheep also grow. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12. Hey. For when for the time we are here, you ought to be teachers. The Bible says there's a time that you should have become a teacher. Let me make myself clear. I didn't say there's a time you should go and take your pastor's pulpit. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. Though. That's not what the scripture says. For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need. Please take us to the NLT. I told you, we don't want to struggle. Give us English. We understand small. You know, when you are quoting this one, it's nice thinking James, but we want to understand it. You have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. Please. Master, why are you insulting me? I'm reading scripture. I will say I'm insulting <laughs> Hello? You have been a believer for a long time. Please tell your neighbor how many years you have been a believer. Hey! Hey. <laughs> how many years? Please, how many years? Have you asked him? How many years? What is it? He didn't tell you. How many years? <laughs> how many years? Hey. And so the Bible is saying that at a point, you see, and that teaching others is the shepherding of others. Yeah. As you're going to say, oh, we drink water here. Hey, the water here, we don't drink it. It's, it's, it's poisoned. We, we pass on this road. This is where we go to eat. We don't go over there. That's what it means. We don't go over there. 
where it's over there. You don't go clubbing. That's why nowadays we have Christians who club. Because they have no shepherd. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said they have no shepherd. Yeah. My church is full of young people. Every day they are doing things. Hey. Because I don't know whether it's only my church or but they're doing things. Hey. So one day I told them, I said, this year, you say you are going, you will be there when I will appear. If you don't want embarrassment, don't go. I said, you see how when you are at home, you don't want your father to come and meet you in certain places. Hmm. A friend of mine, she had run away from home. In Adi, they called the disco. She was in the disco. Then somebody came and said, eh, your father has come home. <laughs> Because when you are a sheep, your shepherd will appear. He said, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? You don't belong here. And then, those who are not sheep, why? You want to control my life? <laughs> you want to control my life, why? Am I not an adult? That's why I started, I said, ask your neighbor, are you a sheep or not? Are you a sheep or not? Because when you are a lion, you decide to do what you want to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when you are an elephant, Jesus never said, feed my elephants. Ain't it that nobody can feed you, no? Because you are an elephant sitting in the church. And when your pastor is preaching, you are giving him marks. Oh, this sermon, dear. You are an elephant. You are an elephant. You are an elephant. Hey. But when you are a sheep. Hey. Hello? I said, when you are a sheep, what your shepherd brings, that's what you eat. Yeah. Or when your shepherd says, look at this side. This food too is good. Oh. Yeah. Recently, my shepherd brought a certain man called Dr. Pollen, and then she had never heard listened to him before. Because ah, my father had not told me that it's food. But when he brought him, I said, oh really? Then let me hear. Let me see what is in that pot. Otherwise, are you not an adult? Can you not think for yourself? You, you're thinking for yourself. Where has it brought you? You're thinking for yourself. Where has it brought you? Let me show you my sheep and you to show me yours. Ah. Now, in that my can let us say the thing there. Well, since you know so much, let me see your sheep. Who calls you pastor? Some of those who call you pastor, you have just gone to look from Revelation to just scatter their faces. Are you true? Yeah. If you are anointed, show us your sheep. Show me your sheep. What have you built? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is following you? When Jesus came with his anointing, he didn't even have a billboard. He didn't have banner. He didn't have radio. But as soon as he arrived in a place, hey, people are following him. You say you are anointed. Who is following you? I say you say you are anointed. Who is following you? I can show you people. All these pastors sitting here, I can show you people who follow them. You, you, who is following you? Who is following you? Hey. If nobody is following you, then when they call, you answer. Hello? 
I said, if nobody is following you, then when your pastor calls, answer. Because you are a sheep. And after you have followed for a while, that's when you'll be teaching and some other people are following you. Yeah. And as they are following you, not that they are following you, that you come and tell us, sorry. You come and... such things we have to stop it yeah stop it stop it we have disturbed the body of Christ yeah when God looked at this area he said this area is going to be the spiritual something of Ghana that is why if you take 10 songs 10 local songs 9 are from here If you take 20 prophets, 15, 16 are from here. What I'm saying is true is not true. The other five are from the rest of the country. But then, instead of us to follow, you are a prophet, but you are a sheep or a shepherd. Because Jesus said they are scattered because they have no shepherd, not because they have no pastor, a uh, uh, prophet, not because they have no. So whoever you are, yeah, yes, sir. Right now, our influence as Christians is not even felt because everybody wants to go and tear his ass. Sorry, then when you tear yours, ten people, twenty-five years, ten people. We have become a habitation of small churches. Oh, it is true. It is true. It is. Are you looking down on small churches? We here understanding. We are solving our problem. And the reason is because you have not allowed yourself to stay under a shepherd. Everybody. So when you have those sheep, you are not taking them away to start your little church that will be there. Like, you are bringing them to your shepherd. And you say, Shepherd, these are my people. These are my people. They say, oh, okay. He may not remember all their names, but he remembers that you brought him. And they remember, this is our shepherd. But you don't want anybody to know. That's why, what, what, sorry, 10 of you. 10 of you. Your church that you have, do they know your senior pastor? If your senior pastor, the head of the ministry, comes to the church, will they know him? Do they know how he stands? He's here. Do they listen to him? Hey. You people don't let the church, the thing become tensious. Because Enye, Bibi, and Kai was going to ask the S of God people. Hey. Whether the people listen to their apostle or not. What about you say only me that they should listen to? Oh, what feel it? What feel it? What feel it? Let us correct it. I said, let us what? Because when we stay linked together, suddenly you see the strength. I said, suddenly you see what? Strength. Suddenly you see the strength. Yes, you are there. You have your sheep. He also has the sheep. This one has. But we are all, you are linked together to whoever is in that ministry, whoever started it. You will see that you are far more powerful. Hallelujah. Take your seat. 
Hey, I had not planned to reach here till afternoon. Hallelujah. We are continuing. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4. Today, you see, we are building a multiple mega church. And we cannot build it if our structures are not in place properly. So that's what I'm sorting out now. Because we are trying to build. Hallelujah. And if we are building, then as we are building, you come and remove the blocks. How will it be? But is it not what we see everywhere? Everywhere. Somebody is building, he's building, he's building. Then somebody who is offended will come and say, I'm going to have heard God. They never hear God when they are not offended. When they are offended, suddenly they are hearing God. Then they will now come and take building blocks from the blocks that the Father has put there. <laughs> and carry it away and say, I'm doing my own church. I mean, how? Can you please ask your neighbor how? How? Wow. Let's go to Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4. We're going to start from verse 7. Ephesians 4, 7. However, he has given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. The gifts are given to everybody. You are a Christian, he has given you gifts. But let's look at something. That is why the scriptures say when he ascended to the heights, he led a crowd of captives and gave gifts to his people. Continue. Notice that it says he ascended. This clearly means that Christ also descended to our lowly world. Verse 10. And the same one who descended is the one who ascended. Now verse 11. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors, and the teachers. Stay on verse 11 for a moment. Your pastor is a gift to you. Your apostle is a gift to you. Yeah. Are you in the house? It's a good place to clap. It's a gift to you. He's a gift to you. Amen? Are you seeing it there? These are the gifts. The lady sitting by you, ask her, so your birthday, what kind of gift do you want? Some will say, I want what? Uh, fried rice. <laughs> So I would say, I want money. I want cake. But Jesus, the gifts that he gave us were human beings, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. You have thrown away your gift. You have stepped on your gift. It is true. It was, it was given to you as a gift. Now, when you give a gift to somebody, when the person receives it well, what do you do? Well, you easily add another gift. But when you give a gift and you come and see the gift lying outside after we have closed in the rain and the rain is beating it, will you bring another gift? I need you to understand it. Your apostle over you, that's a gift as a gift the prophet over you that's a gift the evangelist that's a gift and let me just say if you are a woman married to anybody of this one of the things that will help you is to remember that he's a gift he's a gift it will help you it will help you 
so that when you are about to manifest because marriage there are plenty of manifestations don't you remember that it's a gift it's a gift amen <laughs> the church is very quiet this morning he's a gift he's a gift so when you want to manifest you remember that hey gift of God is inside this vessel so I cannot I cannot I cannot do my things not here not now amen hey. yeah now why did Jesus give these gifts verse 12 their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church the body of Christ the reason why he gave the fivefold means the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers was so that they will equip the body of Christ, teach the body of Christ to do what? To do the work of God. But what has happened? The body of Christ has rather sat down to watch the apostles, pastors, prophets doing the work, the gifts doing the work. Because no matter how anointed a man is, he's a man. He's one person. He can only do so much. Only to a certain point. Limited by humanness. And that is why instead of one person doing, he now says, train everybody to do. Train everybody to do. Okay, let me show you something. Reverend said, Come, I need five of my people. I need five of you. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. How many do I have? Good. Five, that's it. Now, oh, please, I need five. Okay. So, for the purposes of demonstration, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. Is that okay? These five. They are going to a certain town. A certain town. Called my left hand side. And they are going to win souls over there. And visit the people. Just five of them. Please. Can you please go and start. When you get one sheep, you come back. When you go, come back. Let's see how long it will take them. Yeah? Okay. All this time, only one. Hey, only one. Only one. Yay. Only one. All this time. Only one. Are you there? But if they were able to train, please, all of you who were not the original, please return. Now, instead of them bringing one, 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 one. Then they now go, come. Come. You are just, so you, this is your church. You too, this is your church. You too, this is your church. Yeah, so keep going, one row, one row, one. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, this is your church. Now, you are now going to take, you have now trained them. So please, every church start. That whole church stand. So now, this is your church. Trained. Now release them into the room. 
release them. Please, when they come and talk to you, you now you stand. Just release them, release them, release them, release them, release them into the room. Just release. When they talk to you, you now you stand. When they come around, you stand. When you come, now you stand. Have you seen what is happening? Instead of one, two, three, four, five people. Hey, some people cry. They are not even working. But what has happened? More souls are won. The work has grown. The church has grown. More of things is being done. More evangelism. More adding to the church. Hallelujah. That is why, take us back to the verse 12. He says, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the building of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Their responsibility. So when they went, they went to get some people. Then they equipped them to do the work. So now instead of one, two, three, four, five people spending one month to go and win one, 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 as each of them has trained their church, even if everybody in the church just brings one, look at the growth. Look at the growth. Look at the growth. Thank you. Take your seat. What is the point of my message? You can see that you cannot build a mega church alone. If you are going to build a mega church, then everybody is part. And not that you are carrying it to your corner. Hey! I said, not that you are what? It's dogs who carry things to their corner. Me show Dodo Boya. I have a certain dog I like in my house. Hey, I'm seeing my daughter who likes the dog like me in the house. When you give him something, he carries it to his corner. <laughs> Are you here? When he collects it, he will not even eat it in front of No, no. To my corner. Some of us, when we go and we get a sheep, instead of bringing the sheep to the shepherd, you now take the sheep to your corner. Are you a, she- a sheep or you are something I don't want to mention? Hey. I will not mention it. I will not mention it. I will not mention it. Hey, is you. Hey. Hey. Any jeans. Chale. It's not simple, crowd. <laughs> More marks for the coming exams. Why? Please sit down. Hallelujah. So the first lesson for today. Number one. Ordinary saints can do the work of the ministry. Ordinary saints can do the work of the ministry. Ordinary people. Ordinary people ordinary people. Everybody who you see here doing some work is an ordinary saint. It's an ordinary person doing something. Hallelujah. Yeah. Ordinary people. Point number two. The apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, they are not enough to do the work. I think we saw it practically. Five people. When they went, ah, even if they use microphone, they'll come back with just two or three people. They are not enough. Hallelujah. Point number three. 
ordinary saints can be trained to do the work. Hallelujah. Ordinary people, ordinary saints can be trained to do the work. Hallelujah. Now I want to make an explanation here. Many times we train people as you come to Christ, you learn to pray, you learn the word, you learn some scriptures, you learn a few things for your Christian life. And we are saying that the work of the ministry is part. Uh, it's part. And people need to be trained. Now, as soon as you call people to be trained, that's where you see things. Hey, that's where we see what? Tense. <laughs> we see tense. Because in order to be trained to do the work, that training is not Sunday morning. It's not Sunday morning. At all. You will see that the things we appreciate since we came, we cannot even say them on Sunday morning. Sunday morning at Christmas time. Happiness message. Happiness. Happiness message. Hey. Happiness. Because on Sunday morning, you have a mixture. Some are very small babies. Some unbelievers, so you cannot do the training there. And that is why you must make yourself available to be trained. Do you understand now the availability from yesterday? If your pastor wants to train you to do the work of the ministry, he is not able to do it on a Sunday morning. Because on Sunday morning, every church is like a forest. In the forest, there are some sheep, but there are also lions in the in the forest. In the forest, there are also some snakes. <laughs> Meanwhile, the snakes are different sizes. Hey, there are anacondas. There are flying snakes. Have you seen the flying snakes? They just come from somewhere. There are, monkeys. there are all kinds of things are there, and that's why we cannot just preach. We cannot teach a lot of things. Hey. You are standing there teaching that a lion is yawning, is feeling hungry. <laughs> yeah. It's feeling hungry. It's like, if they don't release me, I'll have to eat somebody here. Hey! Hey! Sunday! When we preach, uh, how many hours? 45 minutes. So for your place, how many? Like, something, 45, one hour. One hour. If you are pulled, uh, one and a half. And look at the way they will be so. <laughs> <laughs> that's one and a half unless you are not looking at anybody's face mm. Mm. so one hour one hour one hour that day, when will we finish when will we finish that's why you must make yourself available for the training just as you've made yourself available for this camp and that's why I said yesterday that it starts with you when we go back home from when you go back home you are the one who will make yourself available for your pastor to teach and to train available hallelujah is it working you must make yourself available oh Sofo do you know the revelations are missing? Thank God for revelation. You know, revelations come to make the word sweet. Uh -huh. They make it nice. But it's not what we are going to use to build the church. You have the revelations, but the training, no. the training must come. 
as you are here, it's part of the training. Yeah. It's part of the training. That's why you are sitting down for a long time. I told you, don't bring your watch. Because, who shame me say, cry? Maybe. How am I? Yeah, we are here. Exactly. We are here. How many have been to my father's training meetings before? <laughs> I remember when he started. It was called ISI. <laughs> hey! The teaching was going. At that time, we were used to camps. It was not strange. It was very strange to many people. He was teaching, he was teaching. Then a certain man, he got up, he went to the washroom. Charlie Wabre, he got up, he went to the washroom. <laughs> The one city was tired. Then, <laughs> after some time, then his friend also came. I'm buying an almost The man is still preaching. <laughs> <laughs> the man, the man is still preaching. The man is still preaching. At the recent conference, he started one of the days. I think we went into the room at what time? Six o'clock or something like that. By the time we were being released, it was 5 p.m. 11 hours of teaching. 11 hours. Hmm. Please ask on the way there. If you were there, did you sleep? Did you sleep? But you see, it is training. What does the training do? The word enters you. It has time to enter. Enter. Then your kappa. Hey, your what? Kappa. Your kappa. You see, when you see students enter the university, they're just anything. Then they start going through the train. Then you see the kappa. I always know those who are doctors and those who are architects. Why? Two subjects where they don't sleep. They don't sleep. So, when you are even teaching, 12 hours, their eyes are there. From the training. From the training. So it's a training. So when your pastor calls you and says, we're going to be having a meeting after church, be available. Don't tell him he has to buy lunch for you. One friend, one can win the day. Ah. Ah. I went to my friend's church. He said I should come and teach his shepherds after church. Just what? This is many years ago. Maybe about, oh, more than that. We had just started this work. So 2012 day. When we got to the church, as I was entering, I noticed that he had a very old drum. The drum near the wire. You know, you know how we give an old drum new life into or the wires are chichina, which means it's just managing it. I noticed it as I entered. Then when I came and sat down, then he told me that, oh, hmm. This small teacher are coming to teach. I have to feed everybody. I said, hey. One hour, one hour. But it's just one hour after I said this. He said, hey, if I don't feed them, they will not be here. They will not stay. Ah. You remember? Then I told him, my brother, I'm coming. I'm coming. So I went to teach my one hour. And as I was teaching, I said, I heard that. You people said that. They should feed you. It's important. One plate here saying, Almost at that time, it was like four Ghana's four cities. And there were about 50 people. Yeah, something like that. 
And then I told them, I said, uh, one hour teaching has to feed you. I said, I said, drums, no, I'm the wire, I did, where did drum, no, where did the drum is in your stomach? You have eaten it, you have eaten it. I said, That's why there's no money. That's why there's no money for one hour of teaching. He must buy you lunch. Ah! Ah! I said, No wonder when the drums got spots. He had no money. But do you know what was even more serious? What was even more serious was that that church had grown to about 150 or so when everybody comes, they were in the classroom. One day, his deacons came to see him. Deacons, they say, Sofo, as say, he dying. Then he asked them, Where is the money? Where is the money? The instrumentalists have eaten some. Choir has eaten. Ashes have eaten. It is a sayer, you bet to assassin. Sika What money are we going to use? What money? Please. Ah! Bishop. You have eaten it. Imagine, prophet, 50 people, four cities per person. And I was coming for six Sundays. So four times 50, that's 200. Then six, thousand two. At that time, at that time, a drum was about thousand four. At that time. Then I said, so we have to buy drums. We cannot pay for this food. So everybody will pay the four cities. <laughs> then there was an older man that he lifted the hand. Oh, Nasofo. Say, one hour crown. We don't even need the food for one hour. We don't even need it. It, it was because a, a sorry seeker. Tell your neighbor when your pastor calls you after church, he is not going to feed you. If you need, I said, Tell your neighbor, he is not going to feed you. One friend, one can wound the day. Will you not have eaten? <laughs> Are you there? Please take your seat. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> if your pastor had not called you, would you not have eaten lunch? Ah, eat that lunch. Eh? You see, even my people who have come to volunteer to work. I told them, look, if you are arriving here, please. Registration is 45 Ghana cities. It's not free. Not, you see, it's not my money. But the bill has got to be paid. When we live here, the bill has to be paid. There cannot be a debt. Yeah. As they are dead, they know that they will be blessed. They know. From today, when your pastor calls you after church, organize yourself. Yeah. Organize yourself. Do what? Organize yourself. As soon as you start to organize yourself, you suddenly see that there's enough money. 
People say that, oh, light has almost It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. It's just that the offering, we don't touch it. <laughs> I confirm. Baby, we don't touch the offering. We don't touch it at all. At all. At all. Reverend Gabby, have you been eating the offering that comes to your church? At all. As pastors, we don't even see the money. We just see the paper. On Sunday, when the treasures finish, they'll say, okay, this was the offering. Just so that you know whether they say the tithe people, did they pay this tithe? This one? That's it. All the money goes to one place. When I say one place, depending on them. So mega church, we are now mega church. It will go to one place. Then. For what? To build. To build. To build. Not for anything. To build. To build. That's all. They are very, very wicked. Really? <laughs> if you come to my church, you'll see that my church is not finished. We still have building to do. But we have pause. All our money goes somewhere. Why? Because there's a missionary who has given up all his life. Everything. He's sitting in some. How much money will he get for offering to build? So, build for him. You add, you add, you add. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So, Pastor, if that's the case, how do you buy your instruments? We raise other. Sometimes we raise money. We do. In fact, for many years. If you are a lead guitarist, the first uh, lead guitar we bought in the church, I've been a pastor of that church since 2010. The first lead guitar we bought was in 2019. 20? 20? Last year, 20? Yeah. yeah. So we are surprised, you see. Why, yeah, Bobby? Ah, but you say you are lead guitarist. Don't you have a lead guitar? When you close, you carry your lead guitar home. <laughs> hey, that's it. That's it. So from 2010, so for my first ever, my very first ever lead guitar, 2021. 2021. Yeah. But as you are coming, you say you play the thing. Where is it? You have one. Put it on your back when you are coming to church. Recently, I heard something. I heard that the girls in the church they say that ah, when they see those guys carrying their this thing behind them, like, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I tell you, prophet, I was shocked. Yeah. I heard that they say the girls say that when they see the brothers who are carrying this uh, uh, lead guitar, no money, plays a young fair. It's nice. I said, <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to Numbers chapter 11. I tell you, I'm seeing churches strengthened. 
I'm seeing churches increasing in size. I'm seeing churches with workers in the church. Pastor, you will not cry again for helpers in the name of Jesus. You will have more helpers than you need. When I was coming and I was told that some people were coming, I said, hey, I'm do more helpers. I said, more helpers. That will be awesome. More helpers. When you need four people, not twelve people have come. That's what will send me. I will do. I will do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. These people, when they told me that they were coming, I almost said, oh, Bakupe, just come and play piano. By the time I was about to talk on with, they have arrived. They told me four when they came, they are five. Hey! And as they were coming, even when they would sleep, they didn't know. Please, am I right or they told you they're coming to give you a somewhere to sleep? <laughs> they were confused. Because people were leaving and they have come to volunteer. I will not pay them. I'll only pray for them. Yeah. But you watch, you just watch. All these have been just watch. Give them a few years. You see that they have become substantial people because God he does not owe teach your people God does not owe God he does not owe doesn't owe he doesn't owe he pays and on time oh yeah 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 I say he pays on time hallelujah oh yes oh yes oh yes oh yes ah, he doesn't owe doesn't owe my first son plays the piano anywhere he's going any pastor he's serving he'll serve, he'll serve, he'll serve then one day God said send him, prophet sent him to Madagascar young boy he went there hey, are you in the church? he went recently, you know we communicate all the time I said look at this boy He's just 34. He has already built his first church. Ah. Something people take a whole lifetime. Not out of anything. I'm sure God remembered the times when he was taking his own money, following his pastor. Let me go and play the piano for my pastor's meeting. Meeting no end song. Let me go and build a choir for my pastor. Yeah. The second one is a medical doctor somewhere. He went to work in the place and he told Bishop, oh, where should I go to church? Bishop said, oh, go. He showed him where. And he went. He said, as I've come, I'm just coming to work and build the church. Help him. He told me, he said, my, 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 my bishop's children, I'm coming to show them, teach them, teach them. As he's teaching, God has given him his own. We were there when his daughter, Tiwadiyano, Look, God, eh? he doesn't owe. Ah, he doesn't. That's why I don't feel bad that I'm not paying these young men. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. This why it's his own business, my ears. That's his business. I will not pay him for today. But I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. If anything, crown fan tight to crown fan. Are you in the church? I don't feel bad. Though. Because I know that as he's working, God is going to multiply him. I said, God is going to multiply him. God is going to multiply him. You are fighting your pastor for lunch? Oh! 
when God has planned your own something for you, you are fighting for lunch? Oh. Look, start to describe the house that God is bringing you. Just talk to him about it. How many bedrooms? Oh yeah, how many bedrooms? Yeah. He'll reward you. He'll reward you. He'll reward you. You cannot sell your soul for lunch. You cannot sell your soul for transport. Hey, but so for how will I come? Kroma, don't you go. When you are going to town, don't you go? Who gives you money to go to town? When you are going to go and buy shoes, who gives you money to go? The same person who gives you that money will give you the money to come to church. Hey! I said that same person will give you money. Oh, people of God, if only you believe. I said, if only you believe. If only you believe. Just work for him. Ask my stories. If I start, we'll go off course. Numbers chapter 11. Please take your seat. Numbers 11. Hmm. Let's start from verse 16. Hmm. You see, Moses had gone and he had met the children of Israel. He had worked. They had come out and now they were in a place and you are about to see something. Why your pastor needs your help? The Lord said unto Moses, this one please take me to King James, eh? Because I need a particular word. The Lord said unto Moses, Gather unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be elders of the people. So he was now, Moses alone was trying to build his mega church. He was struggling. And God said, Find seventy people. You see, when people are together, you can easily see who the leaders are. Easily. Easily. I have a certain young boy in my church. Whenever. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes are on pastor's children who are in the church who come to sorry for those of you who don't know my church is near campus so a lot of students are in the church so one group that my eye is on are the children of pastors the children of bishops my eye is on them to keep an eye because I feel somebody will also look after my children let me look after somebody this boy is in his first year what's your <laughs> Bethel this one, this one is a pastor's child. This one too is a pastor's child. What do you call him? Please, they didn't hear. They call him convener. Not because anybody has given him appointment. But naturally, you just see the person naturally organizing. Naturally gathering them. Even those who are his seniors. Naturally, all the time. When he finishes gathering them, then he will force. He said, this bishop has come to visit us. Mommy, we want to meet the vision. We want to meet him. As he's coming, he has already organized 70 of them waiting to come, to come and talk. Are you seeing it? So as you are there, you'll be seeing the people who, they are leaders. And so, yeah. So, God began to instruct Moses. 70 of those kind of people. Those people who gather others. Those people who are working. Pastor, as you are thinking, begin to begin to look. Because sometimes, too, as a pastor, the problem sometimes is that you don't see them. 
You don't see them. They are raw material, so you do see them. But may your eyes be open to see them. To see them. Then I met this young man. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, do you know when they say somebody is fear on? Afraid man. What's the And then what is the Hanover Catchment said? That's the word. Hey, prophet, a serious afraid man. Oh, I should say, or I shouldn't say, I should say, when I send him and I'll say, Stedo, go and bring that book and come. You watch what he will do. Go and bring it, get the book. I am leading the book. I, do you understand? <laughs> I sent him more. Go and bring the book. Afraid man. He'll now take it and give it to somebody and say, bring it to mommy that this is the book. <laughs> it's your pastor I'm talking about. Your pastor. <laughs> That's your pastor. <laughs> but, but something, something just told me that. Under. Because I could see another thing. I could see him organizing ashes. I could see him doing some far things. And I began to say, uh -huh, okay. When you see them, that's when you begin to draw them closer. Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, the Lord said, and, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. This one used to terrify people. <laughs> <laughs> So said, yeah, he still does. He still terrifies them. So say, cry, I call him. He used to pump in those days. <sighs> when he was, the day was coming to give his life to Christ, I was standing there. I said, Oh God, I hope they are ashes because I don't know whether this one is coming to kill me or is coming to give his life to Christ. My heart. Because I, it was an evening service, and that evening service, the people who used to come, oh, perfect. You know your type of people. You understand what I mean? You see this kind some way. So they used to come. They come and listen to the words. But some will be high, some will be drunk, some will be. So as he was coming, now I was not sure. Hey, what's the state of the person? The day you were born again, cry, were you not alone? Did somebody again come? I don't remember. There are five of you. But I, I don't remember the other four, but him. I remember him coming from the back. And my heart. Said, Papi. Yeah. But just being around, being around, availability, I began to see that ah, this guy can do something for God. He can do something for God. Hallelujah. So this was Moses' situation. And the Lord said, look, go and look for 70 people like that and bring them. Bring them to the tabernacle that they may stand there with thee. It's about to get exciting. Verse 70. Ah. And I will come down. Look, I love this, this verse. May the Lord come down today as we are here said, I will come down and talk with thee there. So when you find those 70 people, I will come down. Then he said, hmm, 
I will take of the spirit that is upon you and I will place it upon them. Let me pause for a minute. Let me pause for a minute. Are you in the house? Those of you who, everybody who is passing, you call him father. No, you can call a person father as a mark of respect. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's a father of a lot of people and all that. But you must know where you are from because of this scripture. Because of this scripture. I want to show you something. Listen, I will take of the spirit. I thought it is one Holy Spirit. I will take of the spirit. My prophet, I'm sorry, you had stood already, so please come. Please stand here for me. So there's a spirit on this man. Are you here? So for the people in Rene's palace, my apostle, please. God is not going to take of the spirit of apostle. So Rene's palace. He's going to take of the spirit of prophet and place that spirit on his children. On his children. On his children. Why? Why? Is it that the spirits are different? Is it that one has Holy Spirit and the other has unholy spirit? No. <laughs> it's the same spirit. Remember, the Bible says the same spirit, but different manifestations. Now, this man has a particular call and mission on his life. So if you are in his church, you need of that spirit to be able to work with him. If you are in Apostle Aki's church, he also has his own. I want to use an illustration. The Bible says we are one body. We are one body. Have you noticed that the body has different members? Good. Which means that there can be a church. The church is left hand, fingers, hand. There can be another church which is the right ear. Same body. Same body. Different parts. Depending on what part of the body of Christ your ministry is. That's what will determine the kind of spirit that's on the person. Because what the hand does is very different from what the ear does. Very different. And this is the reason for the differences that we have in the ministry. So, there are similarities. What's the similarity? One body. But there are differences. What's the difference? The job God has assigned to that part of the body. So now let us assume that my prophet here is a hand. And let us assume that apostle is an ear. Then you say, I'm in apostles church, but I'm coming for prophets and everything. Asamaba. What do does hands do? It picks things, it makes things. Have you seen an ear walking before? Meanwhile, your ministry is our ear. This is how we hear. 
this is understanding even comes through here. You are here. Now we're saying, you are here. Can you understand the confusion? Can you see the confusion? So we can be very good friends. And these are treasures, precious men to me. We are very good friends. But everybody and they are their special part, their special assignment. So my job here today, you see when we have meetings like this, people say, isn't only Bisham stop what you are doing. Stop what you are doing. Because his job, his Bishop Dad's job, is to teach prophets people to walk properly with prophets. Is to teach apostles people to walk properly with apostles. That's all. So when we come back next year, and apostle says that because of this work, I have got 42 other branches. Good, 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 good. Good, good. good. He has prospered. Prophet comes. Prophet, how many new branches? Or whatever. I don't know what he's looking for. He has got it. That is it. Because that's also the anointing on my father's house. I hope you're understanding it now. And so respect every anointing, but know where you belong. Respect every anointing. So we, being many, are one body in Christ. And everyone members one of another. We are linked together. If something disturbs any of them, it has disturbed me. Recently, I had an issue. It's an old issue with my neck here. It had not, I've not seen it for a long time. Then they say, oh, we have to put the neck in a collar. It's when they put your neck in a collar that you understand that to go to the washroom depends on your neck. As you are walking, you don't know. <laughs> As you are walking, you don't know. Okay. It was so painful. I need to go to the washroom. I'm thinking. Because as you are there, it's paining you. You think you can bring down somebody's ministry and it will not affect you. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. It's a, have you not seen when you have toothache? Your tooth is paining you. But you don't feel like going anywhere. Is there any problem with your legs? Your tooth is paining you. Then your head says, it's your head, your tooth. Yet your tooth. So if a church is a tooth, respect it. Because if it starts to hurt, <laughs> the head is paining. You can't do anything. You, can, you cannot eat. Nothing. Hey. Over a tooth. And because you didn't swallow the food, you are feeling hungry. And because you are feeling hungry, your leg is shaking. And because your legs are shaking, you cannot go to the meeting. And because you cannot go to the meeting, the people were not blessed. Have you seen? All because of what? Thank you very much. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you understand now why how you handle your man of God is important? Ah, I see that you don't know. Because whenever you are trying to say that I like my people. Are you worshipping him? Are you worshipping him? But somebody from whom they are going to take that person's, some of that person's spirit and put on you. How will you see that person? Is the person not precious to you? Only one can wound be. Wow. Hallelujah. Am I talking to some people this morning? Very important. Very important. Because some of us 
Honor other people, not the one who we are. I'll come there later. I'll come there later. But this morning, I want to spend the time on another part of this verse. What were the people coming to do? And they shall bear the burden of the people with thee. That thou bear it not thyself alone. When you line up and arrange yourself to walk properly with your father in the ministry, when you now have of his spirit, what is it for? To bear the burden of the what is the burden of the people? 15. <laughs> 15 reasons why people are a burden. <laughs> because some people think that, oh, as we have come into the church, everybody is okay, there's no problem. You now understand why they need to bear the burden of the people. Reason number one or burden number one? Burden number one. And much of this, we, Moses saw, saw a lot of it. The pe- people are ungrateful. Burden number one. People are ungrateful. Ungrateful. By nature. By nature. By nature, people are ungrateful. Are you there? By nature. After Moses rescued them, and all the things that they passed through, they have come out of Egypt when they were annoyed with him. What did they tell him? You should have left us. You should have allowed us to be in Egypt. You have brought us to the wilderness to kill us. Ah, human beings They had forgotten the lashes they had been given. They had forgotten how the Egyptians would just come and scatter their families and take their children and sell them. They have forgotten small problem some of you are like that you have forgotten how your pastor met you how you were when your pastor met you you have forgotten today look at how you are looking come on come on come on come on come on come on hey you two people respect you why has somebody has preached word of God to you somebody has directed you so you had no direction in life some of you had no direction in life. Hello? Until your pastor came. Ungrateful. Let's read the scripture. Let's go to the NLT and read 2 Chronicles chapter 32. I'm starting from verse 24. 2 Chronicles chapter 32 from verse 24, please. From verse 24. About that time, Hezekiah became deathly ill. He prayed to the Lord who healed him and gave him a miraculous sign. Is it a good thing? Yeah. Let's see what happened. Take us to verse, the next verse. Yeah. But Hezekiah did not respond appropriately to the kindness shown him and he became proud. So the Lord's anger came against him and against Judah and Jerusalem. Much anger and much of what has not worked in the church. This is the reason. God has sent somebody 
to help you to organize your remember that your pastor is a gift to you well, I'm using the word pastor to represent all the five you know I cannot say your pastor apostle you know so I'm just using the generic word pastor yeah are you in the church yeah people are ungrateful people are ungrateful people forget what has been done for them that's why it's a burden I'm sharing with you why people are burden. As you are coming on board to help your pastor, you need to understand that people are ungrateful. And when they are being ungrateful, you have to stand up. Hello? It's not your pastor who will set them right. You are the one. So when people are insulting your pastor and you are quiet, hey, me, mom, dear, you cannot, oh, you cannot insult my father and go away free. Oh, it's not be easy. People were telling us, hey, Christians, you don't fight. I say, hey, someone has not caught you before. When you are standing in your house, somebody has come to beat your father, you stand there. Hey! Please stand there. It will not be well with him at all. Hmm. Number two. People will betray you. We are talking about the burdens. How people behave. And you see, it's important to say, because Christians, sometimes we walk around like we are not seeing what is happening. As you are coming on board to help, this is what you are coming to help to do. That's me. The work will come, but you must understand human beings. People will betray you. Hmm. Or you didn't see Judas. Hey. Jesus Christ, somebody betrayed him, then asked. Jesus Christ. I mean, I thought the person would be afraid. I thought said Judas, he would be afraid small. Even him. Are you there? Hmm. Matthew 27. Verse 3. Then Judas which had betrayed him when he saw that he was condemned, repented. You are now repenting. But he was the one who betrayed him. Number three, people are wicked. It's, I'm just giving you scripture, so you see that it's in the Bible. Second Timothy 4, verse 14. Second Timothy 4, 14. Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works. <laughs> people are very wicked though. recently a friend of mine young pastor he had gone to a certain foreign country you know how people go with the, the father had sent him when he went he met a certain guy who was a you know those who put their things in wheelbarrows and push you know the guy was living somewhere his family was somewhere because of this pastor this boy began to do better. Was able to bring his wife to stay where he was and all that. Hey! So I never, hey! So for last week, last week, the guy called me. He said, the guy has come to beat me. He was, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah! Make a He's coming to finish him. Yeah. Went to the police station, went to cause a lot of issues. Hey, you would think he's talking about a stranger. Not a stranger. His, his church member. At the point he said to me, I'm afraid for my, my, my family. He had to pick the family and send his family to his, uh, his, his, his uh, regional head, his bishop. And then he himself went to over somebody. What are, what are, what are. Why? Because people are what? Wicked. People are wicked. People are wicked. <laughs> hey. 
Last year, one of my father's favorite songs. Started saying all kinds of things. Me, what this guy, he had more favor than most of us were in the life. Oh, yes. Why? Because for once in his life, he wanted to do something and our father said no. And so because of that, because of that, you've forgotten all the good that was done for you. You have forgotten that until this man came in your life, you had never seen an aeroplane before. You have forgotten. Me as I'm sitting here, my brother has never bought a car for me. He not only did he buy for you, you could even tell the type you like. Prophet, mm. you tell the type he likes. See, there Mercedes Benz. He wants Mercedes Benz. Something, something class. Our father will buy. You see that he had come to the church as a young boy, 11 years old. And people like that, your heart, you know, yeah, it's sweet for the exact. Something has happened. The father says, no, this time, no, 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 no. Then you wake up, you start talking. You start using, if he gave you the stand you have, then you start to talk. You use it. How? You cannot die easily. (laughs) Oh, no, he, ah, he cannot die easily. At all. My father, as I know him, if he comes to beg for forgiveness, my father will forgive him. And some of us older children, we are telling daddy, this one, you can't. Forgive your heart, but I cannot. You don't want to see. Ah! <laughs> are you in the house? How can you do that? How can you do that? You wake up and you go to the press. Hey! What's wrong with you? Nerefi! He has forgotten. He has forgotten. When our father lost his first son, the guy woke up and said, Pharaoh too lost this child. Me tell you, Pena, me say, Brady, never forget. Lord, don't forget. Never forget. Never forget. I said, Lord, don't forget. Do not forget. When all of our heart is paining us for our father, you look at, look at, you are a cursed individual. Oh, yes. Oh yes, wicked boy. Wicked boy. Because even unbelievers were quiet. Even unbelievers. People who normally are talking. This one, Lord, we don't understand. What is this? What is this? Now, what? Sorry. You are not an infidel, man. (laughs) Hey! Are you there? But I'm encouraged when I see this verse. Because Paul said, Alexander the coppersmith did me much harm. They said, but the Lord will judge him for what he has done. Hey! In fact, I had him a pet. King James. Ah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> what was the King James? He said, Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works. If you are here in the room, eh, listen. No matter what happens, don't practice wickedness. I'm annoyed. I want to go. Please, just go in peace. In In fact, some people who went in peace, when they saw this guy's evil, they came to our father and said, "Ah, please, we don't like him. We are not with him. So we came to say, please, we are with you. You understand now, but when they saw the evil, I thought, ah, what kind of evil human being is that? 
Daddy, please, we are with you. We may have been annoyed, but please, we are with you. Never. Never. Hey. Are you in the church? That's human beings. And you see, I'm sharing it with you because as you start to help your father, as you start to work properly in the church, you will meet it. You will meet it. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. You will what? Yeah, you will meet it. And if your father does not answer, it doesn't mean he doesn't feel it. Who should answer? The children. If you're in your father's house, somebody has broken the gate. Will you be sitting there and you are quiet? Ah, tell your neighbor, even if it's only a stick I have. <laughs> if, if it's only a stick, I will chase you away. <laughs> the next one. People can abandon you suddenly. Hmm. Hey! Somebody you are working with, you thought the person would be there. All of a sudden, they have left. Second Timothy 4.10. You see, I love the Bible because it has given us all the examples someday inside. For Demas, Demas has forsaken me. Having loved this present world and is departed unto Thessalonica. Are you seeing it? This was somebody who was traveling with Paul. Paul woke up one day, the man had run away. The man left. And some of you are like that. We are working with you in the church. You have made your own plans. And then suddenly, you are... Uh, please, I need a microphone. They think I'm telling stories, so I'm standing here, so I need you to say it in the microphone. Suddenly, why any plans? One hand, you Buying a form for master's program without telling anybody. Mm-hmm. So you didn't know that yes. this person working close to you has plans. Yeah. Okay. He wrote SATs to be able to go and didn't say anything. Okay. And they always come to you as a surprise. When you are planning for the person, the person already decided. Moshe Kabaya. Mercy. Why? I mean, why? Abandon you suddenly. One guy, he reached Dubai. It was from Dubai that he called. <laughs> oh, Dubai. <laughs> Demas. Demas. I wanted to surprise you. Is this the kind of surprise that... Ah! And yet you are not a sheep. You are a scorpion. The only surprise sheep bring is that they are delivered when you were not there. You come and you meet some other sheep there. What kind of sheep are you? You won't tell your pastor that this is what I want. Eh, you see my pastor dear. you see now you are accusing your pastor mm, like them you see that story the, the uh, talents when they asked him why didn't you go and use your talent to get oh I know you that you are a hard man so reaping where you have not sown and sowing where you have not strawed so I've brought you your thing collect Oh, you are Samuel. Yeah, Samuel. You are very Samuel. You are very Samuel. Meanwhile, if you had shared with your pastor, it's a blessing you may have gone with. And if your pastor feels it's not the way, he should tell you. He has the right to tell you he doesn't think it is the way. He has the right. And if you are insisting, no problem. You just, okay. Okay. no problem. Okay. Are you in the church? 
What a surprise. Hey. I'm talking to somebody. They will abandon you suddenly. You'll be there. Suddenly you see that they are not in church anymore. When you ask them, ah, where are you? I had one guy like that. He was a praise and worship leader. And he had left to another church and was working there. And I called him. I said, what's up? Oh, hey, Pastor, something to have you been there. I see me going to you next week. No sign. Another week. No sign. Another week. But I thank God that he left because in his place, God has given so many more. Yeah. Maybe if he had stayed, maybe we would just let that one person be working. But as he left, many more. Many more. I'm talking to some people today. Yeah. Your pastor does not mean you evil. If you think your pastor means you evil, please leave the church. No, it's better you go. Ah, why would you stay with somebody who means you evil? Or, or you don't get the point I'm making. If you cannot trust, why are you there? And you go where you can trust. But if you stay, if you stay, then walk properly. Or you don't understand. You should do what? Walk properly. One day, a certain girl who had grown up in the church, her father was not there. So she had grown up in the church. And the pastors of the church were like her father. You know. So that I'm saying this because you understand why I'm saying it. One day, as she grew, she came to Bishop Dagger and said that, I like a certain boy. Feel free and like Ah, because if that's your father, why will you not? I like a certain boy. Bishop Black said, Really? Yeah. Let's pray and see what God will do. Let's pray and see what God will do. I'm talking to some people in the house. You are the one, you, you have hidden yours, you have sat on it. And you are meeting him in the night by the corner. Because you are not a proper child. But this one was a proper child. And she came to Bishop and said, I've seen a certain young man that I like. He's, our paths are not even crossing. But I think I like him. Our father didn't say anything. Hmm. One day my son was looking for a wife. A wife, not girlfriend. Hmm. No, a wife. A wife. Not girlfriend, a wife. And he came and said, I've seen a certain girl that I think that I like. I said, oh really? It's about time because we have been waiting for you to marry. So me too, I talked to my father about everything. So I went to my father and said, daddy, that's my son. Eh? He's been saying that uh, something, something, something. Then my father looked at my thing and then he said, I know things you don't know. Do you know why? Because that girl who had told him that she likes that boy, that's the girl, my son, had seen. And my son was the guy she had liked. So when the bishop saw it, So me, I thought I was bringing news to my father. Old news. Old news. Watch him. 
old news. Recently, they celebrated their seventh year of marriage. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah. That girl. That girl. And that girl is probably the greatest blessing he has in the ministry. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. When the mission, they are in a very poor part of Madagascar. You know, some places you can have a large congregation, but there's no income because the people are poor. The girl said, no problem. Hey, prophet. This girl worked until I had to call her. They say, slow down. Slow down. Not working to eat. Not working to spend. But the church must work. When she works and the man comes, here it is. The church must work. Bus. A child, small girl, paying for the buses to be brought. Paying for the church to work. Oh. I'm telling you, a good wife. Recently, by the grace of God, her father was 60. The father said, I want to see my children. And she came. I was the one who looked at her. I said, ah, my daughter. Come, come, come. Not that she doesn't have money, but what she has, investing in the church. Investing in the church. What a wife. I said, what a wife. What a wife. But you, you have not told your father. And one is a what worried you. You have gone on a date. Your father. microphone with him. And what I'm saying is not true. Please say it inside. You've gone on a date. Uh-huh. You have chosen that. Wait, wait, wait. Does your father know you have gone on a date? No. You've gone on a hey, date. Every day. Hey. Hey. Uh-huh. So you have gone on a date. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. And you have done things. Hey! Hey! hey. hey. Trouble. You, you only put it on your status when it's the guy's birthday. Anyway, just a minute. Pastors, do you know my children taught me something? Eh? My children, they say, Mommy, do you go on status visitation? I said, What's that? Yeah. <laughs> I said, What's that? <laughs> they say, Mommy, you have to make time. Yeah. Sit down, take your phone. Now, watch status. Almost say, It will tell you everything. everything. Yes, please. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so it's from the status that yeah, you see. You see. So have they told you they are marrying? No. Some, 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 they only come to you with their wedding plans and proposal, everything. Yeah. And they tell you that if you think you'll be too busy, you can get another person. Ah! Ah! Mercy. 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 Hey, me, my woman, if you go and do something, it will not work. Oh, hey. You are busy. They can get somebody. How will the marriage not be a problem? Oh, it's not a sheep. It's not a sheep. This one I think is an antelope. Yeah. That's it. People will abandon you suddenly. You see, as we are shouting, some of you are here. That's how you are. 
It's on me there. I have to cover my things. I don't like people knowing my things. Every secret and everything you are not sharing, you and the devil are sharing that secret and he will organize you. Yeah. There is no blessing about it. There's no blessing about it. Don't tell pastor about this. They did what? They propose. Oh, yeah. Don't tell pastor. Don't let pastor know. Don't tell him. Don't let pastor know. 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 Don't Please catch those leaders and dismiss them today. Let me, I'm into sacking leaders. I'm into sacking. Ah, they ran away. I'm into the sacking of leaders. Because if the leader cannot make you do the right thing, sometimes the person is stubborn. You are not able to. You can't force them. But you talk the right way. Yeah. Talk the right way. Talk the right way. He'll dissolve it saying, if it is not good, should he not dissolve it? If the relationship is not correct, should he? And if it is over that. Hey, who be soon? Who be soon? Crying. Be crying. Me at torture to hang a chip, baby. Why? Me here now watching the baby. Back up, Because when you hide it, it shows something is not. Something is not right. There's something behind. Something is not correct. Yeah. Something is not correct. Hey. Are you in the church? Eh? You want to abandon because of a man? Oh, no problem. We are here, Cobra. You'll be back. You'll be back. You'll be back. <laughs> Take your seat. <laughs> hey! People can abandon you suddenly. Yeah. We're talking about a church. We're talking about a church. Your shepherd must know. Ah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Let's continue. Number five. People are impudent. Let, I like another word instead of impudent. Rude. Numbers chapter 16. I'm reading from verse 1. NLT can work. I know. Let's leave it in uh, King James. In the NLT, there was a guy called Korah. And he had gone to make... You see, there are people in the church who make their own um, cliques. And it's not a good clique. Make your own cliques like that. Korah. <laughs> the son of Isa, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab. Verse 2. They rose up before Moses with, when they say certain, some of the children of Israel. 250 princes of the assembly, famous in the congregation, men of renown. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron. Look at the rudeness. And said to him, Watch out. This Watch scripture, this give it to me in the NLT. Let us understand the rudeness well. well. Look at what they are saying. Look at what they are you saying. have gone too you far. You have gone too far. The whole community the whole... of Israel has been set apart by the Lord. And he's with all of us. What right do you have to act as though you are greater than the rest of the Lord's people? What right do you have? 
and they are in the churches. Yes. Recently, there was one in my church like that. So, we don't follow people. It's Jesus we follow. You think we are following what? You cannot just say that, oh, it's only one scripture. Paul, eh, what? I follow as, as I follow Christ. But we dear, we are looking to Jesus. Hmm. And with much revelations without works began to scatter. Scatter, scatter. Hey. Are you there? Yeah. Began to scatter. Look at their words. Look at what they are saying to Moses. Where were you? You see, and that is why I am asking you where your works are. Because many of you, you like following people with big words. At the just ended conference, the very first session Bishop had with us, Bishop Doug, he was talking about this. Jesus said, if you don't like me, cry. look at my works. So how come you are following somebody who has no works? There's nothing. On C. Dina, he has never built a church before. Cannot even handle a fellowship. Everything that the person touches, it comes to nothing. And you are following. The only thing the person has is ability to talk. You want to follow raps? Oh, raps are there. <laughs> hello? I said, hello? Because some of you are like that. You say, oh, some Facebook prophet, that's your father. Some Facebook prophet. Do you know what is behind the Facebook prophet? Have you seen anything? But the father who is in front of you, you don't respect. You're asking that, Abba, who says, and he says what? All of them. In fact, the King James has a way of saying it. Let's go to King James, this verse 3. He says, look at it. You take too much upon you, seeing all the congregation are holy. The congregation of the Israelites, today you are telling us they are holy. These people. <laughs> and the Lord is among them. When did the children of Israel even know the Lord? When? When? Who introduced them to the, to the Lord? What did they know of God? What did they know? Every time they had a small problem, they started. When they didn't have water, hey, have you brought us out of Egypt to come and kill us in the wilderness? They were right there and the water was provided. When they were ready, we are tired of eating this bread every day, manna every day, manna, manna, manna. We are tired. God brought them meat. They saw miracles. Some of you, the church that you are in, you have seen things. You have seen miracles. Please put that phone off. Hey, are you in the church? You have seen things, but you have no faith. You are not even a believer. Yeah. The way you speak. Just for 40 cities, you follow a man. Where is your faith? Where is the God that you believed? He is the one who placed you under that man of God. And now here you are saying that we are all holy. Indeed, we are co equals. <laughs> Are you in the church? Today that a father has made something out of you. Look at what you are saying. 
People following people with empty words. Empty. And at times, people with nothing, they make a lot of noise. Mm. Hello? Let's continue. Number six. People are equalizers. That's for this one. Best example, numbers 12. Equalize. You see, you just see it from the life of Moses and you see it again in the life of others. Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman who he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. I really like this verse. And I really like the scripture because the scripture never hides anything. The children of Israel were not supposed to, re- to marry across others. Hello? And Moses married an Ethiopian woman. So these people, Miriam and Aaron, who did not know God until Moses came in their life, they were now commenting. You now think you have something to say against your pastor. Let's see whether God will agree with you. Verse 2. And they said, has the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Has he not spoken also by us? The Bible said, the Lord heard it. Hey. Verse 4. The Lord heard it. And the Lord spoke suddenly to Moses and Aaron. Come out, the three of you. Come out, come out. And the three came. Verse 5. Uh, and the Lord came down in a pillar of the cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam and they both came forth. Mm. Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known to him in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream. Verse 7. My servant Moses is not so, who is faithful in all my house. With him, Will I speak mouth to mouth? Even apparently, and that means clearly, and not in dark speeches. And the similitude of the Lord will he behold. Wherefore then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? The person who called him is the Lord. This whole story, you know how it ended. Miriam became leprous. Do you realize that God never asked uh, Moses, anything about that Ethiopian woman? You have woken up that your pastor has done a wrong thing. And as he has done the wrong thing, you are the one who has been uh, anointed and appointed to correct him. Ah, are you the one who called him? When you go to the hospital and the nurse does you what nurses sometimes do. Because of that, you don't go to the hospital again. Ah. This one, God never asked if God had an issue with Moses, they dealt with it in private. If God has an issue with his servant, he'll deal with it in private. He will not call you. He will not call who? He will never call me over something he has with my father. Never. Children who want to advise their parents. From where? Where did you learn that? Where did you learn that? When we started the thing, where were you? When it was difficult, where were you? Hey, the church is very quiet now. Hmm? I, I have to talk because, because the way people behave. When your father started the ministry, one person, two people, four people, where were you? Where were you? When he was on his face before the Lord, where were you? 
then today you think you have seen a mistake. Be very careful. Be what? Very careful. You know, one of the cases in Ghana that is disturbing us are all these young people who are talking by heart. Talking by heart. Just talking, talking. Don't know anything from anywhere. Nothing. Hey. Huh? Okay, give us the next point. I won't give you the next point. We are on this point. <laughs> Let me answer somebody in the spirit. We are on this point. On this point. We are on this point. This point. This one. This is where we are. Ah, will you, Miriam, you are from where? Aaron, you are from where? We only know the two of you because of Moses. Yeah. If Moses is not for him, we will not know you. We will not know you. But you see, today you have woken up. I want you to see their statements. Their equalizing statements. Verse 2. Look at it. Has the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Has he not spoken also by us? Today, you and your father are one. He has a church, I have a church. He has sheep, I have sheep. He has a wife, I have a wife. He has a beard, I have a beard. He is tall, I'm also tall. He has a car, I have a, I have a car. He has houses, I have houses. Hey, let me tell you something. You may have a larger car than your father. You may have a bigger house than your father. You may have more money in the bank. You may be taller. You may have better education. But let me tell you something. You will never be your father. You will never be greater than your father. Never. 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 Jesus Christ was the one who told us. He said greater works than him is what we will do. You will raise more dead than he raised. You will have larger congregation that ever followed him. You will travel more miles than he ever went. Jesus knew he never sat in a plane. 200 kilometers maximum. And who cried also? Because everywhere he went on his feet. You will travel further. You will preach to more people. You will heal more people than him. But I tell you, you will never, ever, 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 you will never be Jesus Christ. Never. 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 Let's not make that mistake. Hey. I said, let's not make that mistake. I'm also a parent. My expectation is that my children will do more than I ever did. This is one of my young pastors. When she came to the church, a building was already there. And then she came and she learned and she was trained. So, if I started from here, she started from here. My expectation is not that she will just do what I have done. She must do more. Ah, because her starting point was different. It was better. It was greater. 
So now that you are greater, you are now saying that what? God forbid in the name of Jesus. Let me not use you as an example. Yeah. Who is there? I'm looking for a child. Reverend Seth, are you still there? <laughs> hey, please, I need a child. That little boy, will he come? Come. Bring him to me. Come. Come. Come with man. Come. Come. Please come with him. Maybe he'll not come on his own. So that's a child. He's a child in the ministry. His father built a foundation for him. So the foundation is already there. I don't expect him to be here. I expect him. Let him stand if you can. Stand on the shoulder. Stand. Katsa, come and help him, please. Put him on the shoulder. When you are now standing on your father's shoulder, you say what? Hello, <laughs> ah! <laughs> don't cry. He can see the whole world from there. Then you now spit on your father's head and you say, stupid man. Hey! I say, hey! Give me a bottle of water. Water. Open it. If he's a proper child, can he hold the water? Hold the water. Can he hold it? Good. As he's holding the water, then they say his father is thirsty. You see, he's a child. He will not understand me. But from here, you could have given the water, water to the father to drink. Instead of you to give the water to your father to drink as you are standing on his shoulders, you are busy saying, look, my father, he can only see five feet above ground. But look, me, dear, that my heart is, my height is seven feet twelve. I can see into the skies and I'm talking to God face to face. Sure, I came to tell you today, you may be standing 25 feet taller than your father. But, 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 put your hands together for the Lord. God bless you, okay? Hallelujah. As we are sitting here today, many of you, is first generation church, your founder is still alive. The expectation is that you will do more. You will do more. That's the expectation. I've told you, my son is only 30 something, he has built his first church. His father was in his 40s before he finished his first church. So my expectation, he must do better. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? After standing on the shoulder of his father, he must do better. But when you do better, never make the mistake of these people who now woke up and said, ah, but God talks to Moses. He also talks to us. Foolish people, God is only talking to you because you are Moses' sister and Moses' brother. Never make that mistake. Never make that mistake. Hey! Are you in the house? Equalizes. Some of you, if you get cry, you sit in your father's chair. If you are here and your father, you see, sometimes because the state of the chair, the stage of the church, you have not yet got a special chair for your father. So long as he sits in it, even if it is one of these normal ones, it's for him. Nobody should sit in it. Nobody. It's your way to say, I'm not equal. I'm not equal. It's your way. 
It's your way. Even though it's the same chair as your chair. It's just your way to say I'm not equal. You may even be preaching more than him. Yeah. I am expecting my sons to do better. Say amen. Where is he? He has gone outside again. Look at time. I that's my expectation. It's my expectation. Yeah. I'm expecting that by the time I'm, a, I'm an old woman. Hey, as I thought you're an old man. You are thinking, I'm not thinking. <laughs> I'm expecting. I'm expecting. Your church had better be larger. When I come and visit you, and I'm in the car park, I say, go and tell him that. I'm expecting him to come and meet me and walk. I'll be holding my stick. I'm walking like that. Yeah. When I come, I don't expect a church the size of. I don't expect it. I don't expect it. I don't expect it. I expect it to be larger, stronger, more branches. Yeah. But, but, am I talking to somebody here? The equalizers, you are the ones I'm talking about. Even when your father is feeble holding a stick, be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Even if you are the one who has to carry him to put him in the chair, be careful. Don't speak in a certain way. Be careful. Be careful. Yeah. The words of a father, very important. Very important. Are you in the church? The word that he will say, even in his weakened state, what he will say, be careful. By the grace of God, my church is large. It's not large because of me. It is large because of the words my father spoke. I went to see him. And as he often does, he put one hand on my shoulder like that. And he lifted the other hand. And then he said, go and build a mega church. How can I wake up and say, it is his word that is working. You are the one who, they have said something to you, but you didn't listen. You didn't take me when I heard it. I took it and I put it. I said, my father says, mega church. The day he consecrated me, in our church, many bishops are called Episcopal sisters. Then he spoke and he said, I have given you a name. He said, I am calling you Joy Felipe after the evangelist Philip. When I am feeling tired, when I'm tired, I remember that my father called me after Philip. Let's go into another crusade. Let's go and do another crusade. It's not because I feel like we are crusade. It's not because I look like I, I don't even think about it. And he said it. If he said it, he does it. Does it. Yeah. Yeah. Recently I told somebody, may Baba says some documents Nina. So that you so if those of you who are confused with the name, if you don't worry. Even if you call me Philippa Wanza. <laughs> I don't like Philippa. No, I don't like Philippa. It's either Philip or Philippe. Don't call me. No, what am I saying? It's the words of my father. It's his words. Look, we are nothing. 
We have absolutely nothing. It's the words of your father that will make you. I think Mujinaho, you say that has the Lord indeed spoken by Moses. Has he not also spoken? Hey, who are you? Ah, you are who you are because you are with this particular person. Yeah. That's the secret. That's the secret. Bishop Isaac has started his church. You are in his church. Cases. When God looks at you, he doesn't see you. He sees Bishop Isaac's children. Yeah. He sees Bishop Isaac's children. He sees Bishop Maxwell's children. He sees Prophet Isaiah's children. Yeah. Tell your neighbor, we don't even need your name. We didn't know. And go, baby, your name. Oh, it doesn't go anywhere. Doesn't go anywhere. It's It's not going anywhere. I'm talking about spiritual things. Your name in the realm of the spirit. And Bishop Dag's daughter that he called Joy Philippi. Yeah. In the realm of the spirit. That's what we need. Some of you, you are too, your pride is too much. One day, I landed in a foreign country. My father said that this country, some parts of it, the, the pastors, they are really struggling. They need books. At least we can give them books. Go and see them. When I got there, I didn't know anybody. I had just one name. I went to see a man who was the father of, is the equivalent of Church of Pentecost in that area. They don't call it Church of Pentecost, but just to give you an idea. When I got there, remember, I don't know anybody. I said, my father says I should come and see you. Who is your father? His name is Bishop Daggywood Moss. Please, if you take a moment and open the website, you see everything about him. My first visit to that country, I stayed there for four weeks. I never told them that I'm a pastor. I never said it. They did not need my name. When he opened it and he read, he said, oh, your father sent you. I am also a father. Okay. He called his wife. He said, we have a guest house on top of that. You and the people you are working with, you can stay there. For four weeks, I was fed five meals a day. (laughs) Five meals a day. I couldn't even eat. Five. His wife told me, I want you to see that we have food. For 17 days, the breakfast was different. 17 different breakfasts for you to see that we have food. I preached in that country sometimes three times in a day. Different pastors' gatherings. You've got the point. The man released his car and his driver. In the morning, he'll come and say, Sister, the driver, he's going to drop me here, then he's coming for you. Who bought the petrol? I don't know. Then they'll take me to meeting number one, meeting number two, meeting number three. Why? Because my name is Joy Bruce. Why? 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 Because of my father. My father. My father. 
my father, my father. You be there and be taking this your small name. We see a friend Kwame and Tim. Who is Kwame and Tim? We don't know you. We don't know you. We don't know you. We don't know you. This man, he's my friend because his father is my friend. Yeah. So as soon as we close, I was, oh, where are you sleeping? Oh, not because of him. Ah. Do I know you? Where, where do I know you? It's your father who introduced you to me. He said, these are my precious sons. These are the ones doing this. So because of his father, I'll ask him a question. Oh, because my friend's son, he wants me that one thing. Hey, he went to tell my father, his father, that we gave him a mattress here. Hey! No, not because of him. I need you to understand it. Because of his father. Because of his father. I said four weeks. I lived in a country, no bills. Because of my father. You'll be there saying that God has spoken to him and he is also speaking to us and if he's a prophet we are also prophets you will pay your bills <laughs> I said you pay your own bills you cook your own food ah! me I have a father my father's name is Catherine when I get to a place most of the time I don't even mention my name I said that we are coming from Bishop Dag Hayward Mills Ministry. That's all. It's enough. It's enough. Please ask your neighbor. What's it? It's enough to scare the devil. It's true. It's true. No, it is true. Hey, my father prays. My father prays. Hey, prays. Please ask your neighbor. What's your name? When they tell you the name, tell them that. And if as you also be it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Then ask him, what's your, your spiritual father? What's your spiritual father's name? <laughs> Tell him that that's the one we need. That's the one we need. Put your hands together and take your seat.
arise and sit down. Lose the bands from thy neck, O Jerusalem. Shake thyself from the dust. Arise and sit down, O captive daughter of Zion. The water's the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning. The water's the last thing that I do every night before I go to sleep. I get up and I say thank you, Lord, for all the things you've done for me. I kneel down right by my bedside and I worship, I worship your majesty. I look for my Bible and I find a quiet place to have my quiet time. The Lord, no Bible, no breakfast, no talking to people without talking to God. Now, what is the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning? What is the last thing that I do every night before I go to sleep? I get up and I say, Thank you, Lord. For all the things you've done for me, I kneel down right by my side and I worship, I worship your majesty. I need the presence with the Holy Spirit to feel his presence. Come near him to hear his voice when I need my Bible, need to hear it spoken to me. Now what is the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning? And what is the last thing that I do every night before I go to sleep? I get up and I say thank you, Lord, for all the things you've done for me. I kneel down right by my bedside. I worship, I worship your majesty. What is the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning? And what is the last thing that I do every night before I go to sleep? Mm -hmm. I get up and I say thank you, Lord, for all the things you've done for me. I kneel down right by my bedside and I worship, I worship your majesty. Now what is the first thing that I do? And what is the last thing that I do? Now what is the first thing that I do? And what is the last thing that I do? Now what is the first thing that I do? And what is the Put your hands together, take your seat. Those are two of Bishop Doug's latest releases. The first one was on fruitfulness, and the second one is on your quiet time. Ask your neighbor, have you been having your quiet time every day? Hey! Hallelujah. Amen.
Okay, so let us try and finish. We were, you see, the Lord said to Moses that he's taking of the spirit that's on him to put on the people for them to bear the burden of the people with him. So what we are looking, what's the burden? Because when we think of people, we don't really think of a burden. And as you are getting ready to now help your pastor to build this multiple mega church, you need to understand what he's been going through. Hey, I said you need to what? Understand what he's been going through and organize yourself well so that you can be a help. You know, this later on today we'll be talking about the work, the actual work, but this is one of the main things you must understand first. Hallelujah. Okay, so the last point we're on, we said people are equalizers. Amen. And I think we've dealt with that. So let's move on. Number seven. People are disrespectful. Mm. Mm. People don't respect at all. Or you have not noticed. People don't respect at all. And that's why you need to also protect your leader a little. Mm. Protect your leader a little. Yeah. When your leader is about to eat, let everybody exit. Why is he God? No, but it's because people don't respect. Mm. Yeah. And these are the things that you as his shepherd, you are the one who does them. Yeah. Number eight, people murmur and complain. Hey! People complain. The Lord has heard you. Didn't you hear what we said yesterday? You know, if we had our way, we would have been in a five-star hotel, but ask your neighbor, can you pay? Even the 10 CDs, 20 CDs, look at how your pastor struggled to get it from you. Just what you need to be here. Pastors, what I'm saying, is it true or is it not true? Talking. 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 Some people up to now, you have not brought it. And then you are complaining about the place. So if we took you to a place that mm. Mm. Hello? A certain place, they told me one night is 180. Who bet me? 10 cities a night, 20 cities a night, 30 cities a night. Look how we are chasing you. <laughs> complaining. Hey. And you're in a five-star world. I went somewhere. The person told me that they can feed us 30 Ghana cities a meal. 30 Ghana. <laughs> Hello? Don't complain. Tell them, don't complain. Don't complain. Yeah, just make it your practice. I will not complain. I will not complain. I will not complain. Just do your I will not complain. Because many of us, that's what we do in church. And now, this is not right. And you see, a church is not a perfect place. And do you know why it's not perfect? Because you are there. You are inside. Wounty. Mm. 
That's why it's not perfect. You go to the toilets of the church, you can't even use it. Hey! Tell neighbor, because of what you went to do there. <laughs> it's not anybody. It's, it's us, no. But we will murmur and will complain. As you are coming on board as somebody who is training to be a shepherd and stand by your pastor, you solve problems. I'll be understanding what I'm saying. You solve it. You don't remember and complain. You solve it. Hallelujah. That's how people are. Number nine. Mm. People often repay good with evil. Mm. Take us to Jeremiah chapter 18. From verse 19 and 20. Jeremiah 18. 19 and 20. Maybe if we do, let me see what the NLT says. NLT, let me see what it says. Yeah. Lord, hear me and help me. Listen to what my enemies are saying. Should they repay evil for good? They have dug a pit to kill me. Though I pleaded with them and tried to protect them from your anger. You see, Jeremiah was telling the people how God felt about things. And they were rather trying to kill him. Your pastor is just trying to bring to you what God is saying. And you are trying to kill him. Hey, you see, as I say, I'm trying to kill many of you. Are like, oh, you don't know what is going on. One day I met a certain pastor. Every Saturday, the man is sick. Yeah, many times on Sunday, he comes to church from the hospital. Why? Because of the evil somebody did him. He was going to his church when a lady came and said, Oh, pastor, I want to help you with the choir. How many of us, we don't need help with the choir? Oh, all agree. And he said, oh. He agreed. So the lady came. And he said, no, cray. She built a choir. Proper choir. Proper instrumentalist. Church was booming. Then one day, tell her neighbor one day. Pastor arrived at church. He was expecting to hear the sound. You know, normally, these people start long before you even are coming. So, he was Nobody is saying anything. Hey, he arrived at the church. What has happened? Mameno, the woman. You see, it's rare to hear that it's women who have done. Yeah. She had taken the whole choir. All the instrumentalists. She had gone down the same road. Forgotten her, sorry. The man collapsed there. And from there, his health was never correct again. Yeah. His health was never correct again. The shock, the pain. Then he told me, he said, the worst part was that after six months, you see, the people who go like that, the church doesn't do well. So after six months, the thing didn't work. Now, I'm not for you see, he was in a country where they jail pastors for preaching the gospel. So every soul is so precious. By the time the woman had finished, the souls are scattered. What was it? Because of ferry, some cannot come back because of whatever. Are you there? Repaying good with evil. Because he had given her a place to minister and given her something to do. When God gives you something to do, it's a good thing. Are you there? Yeah, it's a good thing. Some of you, you are living with somebody, the person is raising you, the things you go and say about the person outside. It's God who has heard. 
said she's very quiet. Yeah. Somebody lived in my house 12 years. And when the person was leaving, gosh, said a whole lot of things. We are this, we are that, we are that, we are that, we are that. It didn't even be two years for the evil to be We rather we're begging God than God, we are begging. It is okay. It's, don't reward good with evil. Yeah. Number 10. People are disobedient. Hey. Number 11 is similar. People are rebellious. <laughs> are you in the church? People are rebellious. What has your pastor had to do in giving you it? Right there. Number 12. People sin. In Joshua chapter 7, they beat the children of Israel. Why? Achan had sinned. They said, when you go to war, don't take anything. And he had taken things. Are you there? And you see, nowadays, sometimes you don't see what you are paying for your sins. But believe me, there are payments. One of the payments that has surprised me, those of you who are on pornography, be careful. Hmm? We're noticing an increase in men who are impotent in their marriages. Hey, the room is very quiet. And at least for me, all of those are counseled in that situation. They were heavy users of pornography. So when they married into a normal situation, tell your neighbor. Because, yeah, and it's sin. It is sin that you have allowed to come and sit at your doorstep. And now, here is the problem. Hey, this generation, the girls also chase guys. It's from such things. No, it's true. You see, you don't want me to say it because in Christianity, we like to cover the thing like it's not there. But we got to say it. Yeah, you've got to notice. Do you know one of my greatest shocks, prophet? One of my greatest shocks. I'm not easy to shock because I've been a pastor of young people for a long time. But recently, somebody went on visitation and she sent me a flyer she had seen. The flyer was male prostitutes who have made a flyer of their services and come to paste it on the doors of female students. Reverend Stephen, Obia and Freeman can come here. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? It, it is so not good. Yes, it was really a shock. Not a male prostitute. I said, hey, no much your services. I cannot tell you what was written. You see, my mouth cannot uh, say such words. But services, it will banner. You have your money. And if you pay this amount, as a girl, as a girl, as a girl. What is that? What is that? Ask anyone, what is that? It is sin that we have left to grow in our backyard. Mm. Hey, the Lord should help us all. Because when I saw that one, I was shocked. Yeah, that one. I was very, I said, ah. So, so does it mean that the girl will be sitting and take her phone and call? Then I remembered 
a young lady who gave her life to Christ in my church. And she told me that she can be in her room and she'll wake up. I'm going to look for a man. Then I realized that it's true. As you are coming to help your pastor in the church, this is what he's facing. And Namu Okromouths. When you come to work for your pastor, you have to learn to shut your mouth. You're spoiling the church. That's why Daniel, Meshach, and, uh, you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abe, they were described as children who can live in the king's palace. Some of you, we cannot allow you to come close. Everything you hear, you go and say. Huh. Please whisper to your neighbor. Learn to keep your mouth shut. If we were able to say everything that we see, Anka Moa. <laughs> Prophet, please tell them if, they, if we say everything we have seen. <laughs> Can you be here? Oh. So as you are coming, you are coming to help. What you see is privileged information. Because sometimes you are counseling somebody, the person, somebody comes to pass through the office, he hears some small, 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 small. Then you too, you are bringing your okra. Yes. What's it? Hey, tell me more. Tell me more. Debut. Don't do that. Don't do that. Not knowing sister so so and so. She has done a abortion. Minister of Information, meanwhile, we are not paying you. <laughs> wow. I said, wow. Hey, we are talking about, you see that the bedding is a lot. A lot. Number 13. People are disloyal. Number 14. People do not understand. You see, one of the reasons why people are difficult to lead is that they don't understand. They don't understand that if they don't come to the program, the program will not work. You don't understand that if you say you are a chorister, it means you come to programs. Hmm. Number 15, people do not respond. When your pastor talks, I hope that you respond. Amen? Please ask your neighbor, do you respond? Are you the type who responds? Hmm. Because some of you, when you come to church, then you come and then you make your face blank. We need to say, what about the beer? Number 16. I've come to church. When the pastor is talking. Meanwhile, you when football is on. Hey, 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 hey. But when you come to church and they are breaking God's way. Wow, what? Push your neighbor, your neighbor. Are you the wow, what? And you see, let me just share something with you. You know, Pastor, most of the time, the church members, we cannot do much about their faces. But your leaders, never accept that kind of face. Your leaders, the people you are training, 
Don't accept that face. Don't accept it at all. At all. At all. I mean, I can even stop in the middle of a training meeting. I say, change your face. Change it. Change it. Ah! Change it. Ah! Already now, the preaching and the teaching no, is not easy. I face you have come with your face. <laughs> and many times, you are, it's because you are, ty- you are tired. So what should I say? You are hungry. I mean, when I woke up for the prayer time, I was feeling hungry. Already. Yeah, Clara, you have come from the house to laugh at me. <laughs> are you there? Everything you are feeling, your pastor is feeling sad. On top, he's preaching. Be the number one support. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Number one support. My children, when I'm preaching, they support me because my father, when he's preaching, I support him. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Ah, if they are shouting, I'm shouting more. This year, somebody even sent me a message. Someone sent me a message. I give thyself holy. I said, ah, you were quiet. This give thyself holy. And it was true. I had a back issue, so I had to keep on. Otherwise, hey, I have to encourage him to preach. The thing you are saying, yeah, yeah, no it's holy. Say it. Say it. Pastor, say it. Yeah, say it. Say it. Yes. Yes. Encourage your pastor to preach. When he's preaching, the room is silent. Then you wake up and say, Shuffle. I have seven wokano. I am no crack. It's a bunch of Say it. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. Openly. Because we too, our church service, that is our celebration. Our church service, that is our party. Our church service, that's our football uh, uh, game. And it's our everything. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Everything. Our everything. So you to give it your everything. Yeah. It's our party. Remember us when they are showing film Kramedai. I'll be sleeping. But church. Hey, my eye is open. It's my everything. My eye is open. Daddy, say it. What you are saying, say it. Oh, yeah. Say it. Go there. Say it. Go there. Go there. Wow. Are you going to encourage your pastor? Yeah. If you are sitting beside somebody who has made them their face like a dead body, push them and say, there are no dead bodies here. Change your face. Change your face. Change your face. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> M&A. Respond. Yeah. You see, some of you, as you are standing like this, then you go to your church on Sunday, and then when your pastor is preaching, you'll be sitting down. Hey. Hey. Not after this. Eh. Not, no, 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 no. Not after this time. Hey. Because you see, many churches there, eh, you don't know. Your pastor, Saturday night, some pastors don't even sleep. As he's coming, he's already tired as he's coming. That face will bounce. Please, please do your face like this. You know when he looks at your face, the preaching doesn't even come. But when you change your face, I said when you change your face, and you say, Pastor, say it, Pastor. Pastor, your 
appreciate. It's a good word. It's a good word. What a word. What a revelation. Oh. Then you see that your pastor too, he gets some strength. Yeah. He forgets that he has not eaten. He forgets that he has not slept. All the anointing. Oh yeah. I'm coming. Let me say it and say it well. Yeah. Recently, my church was visited by two bishops. Yeah. And these my children, they have learned it well. One of them, when he came, he said, hey, I've never been received like this in my whole life. The anointing he came to pour there. His church members have also never seen it before. Because the way he was received, it drew the anointing. Yeah. When you receive your pastor's message well, the anointing, he just, it just, yeah, it just comes. It's just stared up like that. Yeah. Stared up like that. And he will start to speak things that will bless you. Yeah. Are you in the church? You start to say things that will bless you. But when you come like the wawa board, some of you, you are still sitting down and you are still thinking about Wawa Buddhism. Wawa board. And knock the person sitting down. Hey. Hey, and they were sitting down. Please, I give you powers. Next time when they are sitting, come and stand here. And tell that why? 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 You have to change. <laughs> Me, I don't mind whether I'm sitting in the back or in the front. Who better me in camp? Hey. 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 Because, because it's everything to me. It's everything. It's everything. Maybe you have somewhere else that you go and dance. You didn't see my three young men getting up and dancing. They are dancing because they don't have any other place to dance. It's only in the church. So when they heard a song and the song has a dance, hey, my name is Sorina Yenya dance. Ah. Hey, why are you dancing in the church? Because you have been going to dance in the club. That's why you have no dance to give the Lord in the church. But we who only the church, only the church, we have nowhere again. Yeah. Entertainment is in the church. Life is in the church. Spiritual things is in the church. Enjoyment is in the church. Oh yeah. Where's the I worship, I worship your majesty. I 
to respond in the church. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. I say you're going to respond in the church. Hey. When your pastor comes to church, even if he doesn't feel like preaching, the way you'll be responding, the preaching is just going to come. He doesn't feel like prophesying, but the way you are responding, no. Ah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The last one. Oh, Jesus. Rama You see, even in this atmosphere where we are talking and we are singing and shouting, some of you are still sitting down. Allow me to talk to them. Should I talk? The pastor said I should talk. Yeah. Yeah. At the back there, this side. <laughs> Even as I'm teaching you to understand, you are still sitting there. <laughs> because you are on WhatsApp. Because you're on Facebook. Because you are doing something you should not be doing. So you don't even understand why we are shouting. <sighs> yeah. Israel. Israel. Let me tell you something. Your mobile phone can be like Satan to you. Yeah. I'm telling you what I realized. I noticed after a while that ah, my prayer time crisis. Why has it changed? Because of that phone. Because of that phone. If you like, be on the phone. You will leave this meeting. Nothing would have happened to you. Meanwhile, people's lives are changed. People are blessed. People are, yeah. By you. Empty. Empty. Lift up your two hands to the Lord. And say, Lord, anoint me to help my pastor. That's your prayer. Anoint me to help my pastor. And what anointing do you need? The anointing to be humble and to help. To help with the burdens. Lift up your voice. We are praying. Anoint us. Anoint us, Lord. To help, Lord. Yes, Lord. Help us, Lord. Anoint us. Anoint us, Lord. Zekaraba, Sherebrebe, Zadabra, Karaba, Kayaba, Zedabra, Brababa, Karaba, Brababa, Anoint us, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. Say, <laughs> 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Anoint us. Anoint us, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. Yes, Lord. We need anointing. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We are just praying for five minutes, but yes. I want you to ask for a specific anointing. A specific and anointing. the anointing you are asking for is the anointing on your father. Oh, wow. Do you understand? Wow. The anointing on your That's what you are asking for. Mm. Yeah. That's what you are asking for. You may love any man of God, but the one you need is your father's anointing. Then you see that your father is the one who has brought you here. Yeah. Because your father is a follower of Bishop Dad. Mm. So you see that that anointing also is added to your father and it That's is it. added to you. Are you seeing it? Uh-huh. But you need to go through your father's anointing. I want you to pray for that anointing today. towards our father's anointings. And Lord, today we stand before you and we receive it. We receive it. We receive it. We are the helpers of our pastor. Pastors and we receive it. We give you praise, Lord. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen.